Welcome to The Casual. My name is Josiah, and I'm here with my co-host, Mikey. This podcast is all about talking through interesting topics, possibly with interesting people. We sometimes keep it light, and other times we get more controversial. But don't worry, for the most part, we like to keep it casual. Thanks for listening. Yo. Michael. Yes. Yo, Gilbert. Yes. That's right, Gilbert's back. Back. Back for round two. I'm here, Gilbert's here. Back for round two. He didn't get knocked out in round one. That's nope. true. That's true. He did. He la- you lasted longer than Nate Robinson, bro. How do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel about that? I feel good about it, man. I feel <laughs> good about it. You know, just you it know, feels good to get the blood pumping through the system. The funniest part of that was the commentary. Commentary. The commentary with Snoop Dogg. That was probably one of the funniest things I've seen bro, in Snoop my Dogg, life. Snoop Dogg's a comedian, bro. That yeah, man, he's that funny. funny. I that honestly, funny. I would vote for him to for him to commentate. The president. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I will vote for him to commentate uh, any sports event, and I'll watch it. If he's if he's commentating hockey, I'm watching hockey. <laughs> if he's commentating golf, bro, bro, I'm watching it. I'm yeah. watching it. Have you seen? Have you all seen that um, the clip with him, like uh, like that Earth, like Planet Earth one, where he's talking like like the mongooses and like attacking the crocodile. No. He did a voiceover for it. Yeah, he did a voiceover for it. You know what I'm talking about? No, I, I, I haven't seen that. Bro, yeah, it's funny. It's fine. I'll show y'all later. It's a, it's a it's a funny clip. All right, guys, we have a new. Segment. Ooh. You know what the name of it is? I mean, y'all already know, but you gotta help me build up the. Gilbert, it, do you know what the. Is it, is it intro? No, no, no. It's, oh, a, it's oh, after oh, intro. It's oh, after oh intro. my bad. Is it outro? No, no, it's not outro either. Oh, okay, okay, no. okay. It's also not song of the week, but that's, you know. Okay. Isn't that a new intro as well? Or a new. Uh, it's a new segment as well, yes. Yeah, exactly. You just, just told everybody what that one was. Well, no, that's okay, though. It's a, it's a little bit of foreshadowing. Oh, this, this right oh. here, this segment is known as anecdote where we tell a small anecdote i was gonna say during the week i mean it doesn't really have to be it could just be sometime in your life something recently yeah something recent a little anecdote you want to go first yeah you know start off off right no 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 No, you mikey no you started off no you started off you you came up with this you you be the leader (sighs) i'm I'm here following the leader i don't know man all i'm saying is in the intro you say i'm your co-host so i think you should start it off that's Co-host means we're equal. Yeah. So, so if you call me your co-host, then that means you should start it off. You don't see why? me. You don't see me calling you my co-host, bro. I was. I say I'm your co-host. I would love to in, do record the intro with you. That'd be wonderful. Maybe sometime in the future. You know the kids. If the misses, you the know, miss. I'm getting busy. Go ahead. What's your What's your anecdote? Okay. We're going way back. Uh, wait. Can we keep this? Are we gonna keep this short? Because I don't want you getting off on a tangent. You know how that stuff. We're going to go be, way back. Don't be a Rallo. Don't We're going to go way back. Don't, don't do that. <clears throat> to Disney World. Oh, here we go. The year was 2011. I thought we said recent. You know, I, yeah, he to went be from honest. A week to what, nine, ten to years To be honest, ago? I, I did not think of an anecdote before this. <laughs> <laughs> you knew the section was coming up. I you know. made the section. I know. What a hypocrite. I should have thought about it. This is our leader. <sighs> yeah. Shameful. You know, I, I had ideas, but I low-key forgot them. Okay, go ahead. 2011. 2011. This better not be what I think it is. No, it's definitely the bridge. <coughs> Absolutely. The, you know, the people who don't know, they gotta know. Go oh, ahead. to be honest. I'm pretty sure everybody's listening knows it. Yeah, probably everyone who's listening knows my, knows that. Go ahead. Knows who we are. Anyways. is Disney World. It's the bridge to Tomorrowland. There was a section that was a little bit bigger than another. I was sitting on the little one. My brother was sitting on the big one. So he scooted back. 
and I thought, oh, that looks fun. I scooted back as well, but there was nothing behind me. So I fell to my death. It was about 10 feet, fell into some mulch. It hurt. And now there's a rail there. Anecdote. You also have to end your anecdote with saying anecdote. I don't want to do that. But I create. Okay. <laughs> I'll say it then. Go ahead. All right. So it's my turn? Uh, yeah. Go for it. Um, <clears throat> Please make it better than mine. Okay. So I don't remember what year it was, but it was a while back. There was these kids. We were, at a, we were outside of a church building, me and two friends. Um, one of the friends just, just got a uh, airsoft gun for yeah. Christmas or for whatever gift. He just got it. So he wanted to play with it. And so the church has a little um, area that like has like a big rock in the middle so you can run around it. So all the kids, they're running around the rock, right? And so, you know, we figured we'd test out this airsoft gun. So we shot the kids. Oh. Consistently. <laughs> One of those kids we shot was named Josiah Rollo. Wait, really? And he kept rubbing his cheek after he got shot. I don't. I don't remember that. Because he didn't know what was hitting him. The person I was shooting was Jackson. <laughs> and Cole. Wait, are you t- is this for real? I'm being dead serious. Wait, wait, where was this? I don't remember where it was a while ago. It was in Love Lady? I remember. I don't remember. But it, sounds, remember. It, sounds, it sounds like them. I'm, I remember very vividly. We consistently shot you in the face. And you kept rubbing your face. You were, you were, a, you were a part of that? I wasn't a part of it. Maybe you, you can said say, we. You can say you I'm guilty we. by association. I did not pull the trigger. Okay, but... I was standing next to them when I was pulling the tr- when they were pulling the trigger. So you said we multiple times. Yes, like you were we a part were there. Of we were. Th- I was there. We. But I wasn't pulling the trigger. <clears throat> you said we shot you. I was not pulling the trigger. Anecdote. You can say Gilbert, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny though, Mike. Thanks. That's bad. <sighs> I always forget how much Jackson picked on you as a kid, bro. A lot. A lot. Um, a lot. I'll keep mine recent. Okay. I'll keep mine recent, like y'all. Since, you know, that was the kind of the idea was yeah, recent. Next time will be more recent. So uh, so for those that don't know, I work at a vet clinic, right? We got a call the other day to go put down a horse. Oh, wow. Know, euthanize it. Yeah. <clears throat> Went out there, and it's on a wolf reserve. Wolf reserve. <laughs> uh, and I tell you, man, it was crazy. But, yeah, no, the wolf reserve is not, not like a good wolf reserve. Like, this place, I'm pretty sure, is like, if whoever's in charge of reserves... Found out about it, probably get shut down. But really, like it's just cages essentially Reserve. with just wolves. Oh wow! I mean, these wolves are these wolves are pretty aggressive. They're like pouncing and stuff, and like trying to get us. But it was pretty creepy because we went out there like seven o'clock at night, and so it was already like oh, pretty dark. Yeah. And we got there, and I have I have a clip of it, but it's gonna be hard, hard to play it. Oh yeah. Um, but it's literally just like them howling. Mm. And then of course this horse this horse was like bad bad, like it it, had, it was it was like liver fa- failure. Oh yeah. So like. The stuff we give it to make it like relaxed and calm because you want to basically get the horse to lay down before you euthanize it so it doesn't fall over on you. Yeah. Um, it uh, did not. It didn't. It did not take it very well. And so wow. uh, it took like no joke, probably an hour for it to lay down. Oh. And stuff usually is like instantaneously, like within like a minute, down or down. Mm. And uh, so it was. It was. A, it was a pretty rough procedure. Yeah. But got it done. You know the horse. Peta will be hearing about this. Yeah. <laughs> I will be sending an email to Sarah at PETA dot com. Sarah? Yeah, Sarah. Do they have a person named Sarah working at PETA? That's pretty crazy. Do you know Sarah? Yeah, I'm sending her an email about this. You have her personal email or her PETA email? Her PETA email. Oh, okay. That's what I need. Fair enough, fair enough. They'll be hearing about this. That's fine. And I hope y'all get canceled. Well, it's not us. I hope hope y'all get canceled, censored, kicked off, everything. 
And that's wrong. Well, we're not on social media, so there's nothing to well, kick us off well, of. Well, any person that calls you, I hope they get redirected to your competitors. We don't, we don't have any real competitors. <laughs> it's it's Iola. There's not much out there. <laughs> hey, hey, Gilbert. Yeah. Does that stress you out? Stress me out? Um, Not really. Like, having no competitors is pretty nice. You know, it's, no, kind, of, no. it's kind of monopolistic. Okay, no, but you gotta say you're stressed out. Oh, uh, bro, every night I'm awakened. I'm that's stuck. Good, awake. That's good. That's good. That's good. Eyes <laughs> wide. How do you deal with that? The topic of the hour: stress relief. How do we deal with stress? It's a good question. Off, let me let me add a disclaimer. This okay. is like all this stress stuff is gonna be first world problems. That's, that's um, true. True. Well, all, like yes. nobody here is like I don't know where my next meal is coming from. I have to go out. You know, what I'm no, saying I don't like, know where my next meal is coming from. Like I'm. It, that's I'm, true. It, it could be Whataburger. Could be Taco Bell. Like none of us, nobody's thinking like, can I go outside tomorrow to go, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's, so these are all first world problems. Problems are problems, but they're, they're first world problems. I so mean, true, but we live in a first world. We do so. live in a first world. So I say you could, you could, you could say, oh, I'm stressed, but I think there should be a little bit of per- 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 perspective. Are you trying to test the pop filter out? No, 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 no. I have a stutter. <laughs> <laughs> Like okay, you're really wiggling that pop filter. Yeah, it's malleable. Yeah, stress. Stress is an interesting opponent of life. Yeah, it sounds philosophical. It's philosophical. It's such an interesting opponent when you when you didactically analyze its <laughs> movements. You can see that it has three main attack points: the amygdala, the, <laughs> stop laughing, the 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 dogma, and the, the dogma, dogma and the, the philosophical dogma, dogma, dogma of the period. Yes, that, that those are its three main attacking points. And when you analyze the way it attacks, it typically runs in groups of about seven to eight. <laughs> and then you can see the way. What that does? The the stress. Oh, get it, get it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's like an animal. See. What's yes. a pack of stress called? Yes. A pack of stress is called a stress. <laughs> that's that's it's a stress of stress. That's lazy. No, it's not. What are you talking about? That's it's lazy. Just, that's what it's called. It's actually, it actually comes from Latin. Yes. Stress sauce. Actually, uh, actually, it's more Latin Greek ish. Really? Yeah. You yeah. sure? That's where it started, but the Latins took it over. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Wait. So it's like they well, took credit. Because Latin and Greek were having a fight one day, and that's where that came from. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, the they, guys they Latin got all and Greek. stressed. Exactly. No, yeah. it, really comes from, it really comes from they were, they were analyzing a plant, right? And they saw that it was like cracked along the middle. And they were and like, so, oh, plant. You ever heard the word uh, stress fracture? Stress, stress fracture? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. where it comes from. Yeah. Because because, it, because the roots were tugging at the ground so hard that, it was, <laughs> that it was like trying to compensate for the base, but it was too strong. Oh, yeah. That so makes, it would just make a stress fracture. A hairline that make, crack. I mean, that, that makes sense to me. I, it's history. It's so, yeah, it makes sense. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah. of stress yeah. fracture, though. Yes, of course. That's, 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 that's where it comes from. Oh, look at that. Wow. The more you know. Yeah. Talking can about we, stress, though. I mean, can we get to the real topic? This, or, I mean, like, stress is the topic, yeah, but like, can we get to, like, the question? Oh, so basically it's, like, how do you deal with stress, right? Because, like, I mean, your whole life you have, like, certain levels of stress, right? And, like, yeah. you can always find things to stress about, like, wherever you are in life. And so there's, like, I mean, even as a little kid, you know, you're like, oh, man, I got to get my chores done, got to get my homework done, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, like, obviously the more you advance in life, the more stress you have. Yeah. Although I think your perspective changes. I think that I, agree. I think I that agree. stress is equal to the stress we feel now, but it's just it's a different level. It's like your perspective is not the same because well, it's like it's like the idea of like they say like one of the reasons that babies <clears throat> cry like when they're born is like everything that they experience that like hurts at all is like the most pain they've ever experienced, right? So like mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's the same idea with like stress when you're a little kid. Like that's the most stress you've ever experienced. And then like as you get older, you experience, you experience more stress, but you can like deal with it better. Yeah. Because you have had all these experiences, but you'll still receive new levels of stress depending on, you know, what's going I on think, in your life. I think that depends because I feel like I know there are a lot of people that there's a lot of people that say, oh, I'm stressed and they just can't deal with it. So they can experience as much stress as they want and throughout their lives. But I feel like a lot of people, they just don't get through it. So they constantly stay in this mode of stress. Yeah. So which is the topic. How do you deal with stress? <clears throat> so, I mean, I, we can discuss that in a second. I was just going to say, like, personally for me, like, on that kind of mindset, I like to try to put myself in situations that are really discomfortable. And like uncomfortable. force uncomfortable, uncomfortable. Sorry, not discomfort. Un, that, that's that's <clears throat> discomfort. Latin. Is that's like Latin. Uncomfortable. Dis- discomforting. Discomforting. Uncomfortable. I like to put myself in uncomfortable positions and try to like <clears throat> just deal with it. Yeah, so you and, can grow from it. Yeah, well, basically just increase my like mental fortitude. You know, to be able to, yeah. to be able to handle stress more, especially like when I get like headaches or like my body like hurts like that. I like really try hard not to like taking like pain relief medicine like Advil, ibuprofen like that, just because I want my body to get used to like, pain. Like I want to like. You know, try to one punch man that dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just you know, really train as hard as I can until my hair falls out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no heat in the winters. <laughs> yeah. No AC in the summers. Yes, sir. I think there's a there's a level of balance. One hundred pushups every. But I mean, single day. That's 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 actually what you know working out is. I mean, you're just mm-hmm. pushing those muscles to a certain limit that is uncomfortable. Which that's that's, a, that's a different type of stress. <laughs> That's it's, physical stress. It is different stress. Yeah, but I do think that mental stress manifests itself physically, and so yeah, I mean even in things like headaches <coughs> and stuff. Yeah, but also like the way you, like your stomach feels or like you you sweat a lot, you get nervous, like all yeah. that's just physical manifestations of a mental state. So how do you deal with it, Gilbert? Or I I was looking at Mikey and I was going to say Mikey, but I said Gilbert. So let's go with Gilbert. Um, <clears throat> so for me, it's, I mean, it's, it's changed over time. Yeah, it's changed a lot. Let, so, let's start with childhood. Childhood, um, I mean, childhood is so easy. The stress, you know, it just goes away. Because I mean, it's stressful, but like, the issues are easy to resolve. The issue, the problem is nowadays that the issues don't resolve as easily as it did as a child, and so we're left to deal with those issues and think upon those issues for a longer period of time, which causes more stress. As a child, you yeah. know, your stress is like, oh, you know, I gotta clean this thing, or I'll get in trouble. So either you clean or you don't, or you get in trouble. You clean it, either you clean it and don't get in trouble, or you don't clean you get in trouble. It's so, a pretty instant, like, it's pretty quick turnaround on what happens. So for me, relaxing is what, like, relieves me of stress. Mm-hmm. It's like as a kid, doing things like playing or, like, playing video game or, like, whatever. Like, that sort of stuff is what, like, sort of relieved it. I mean, it's, it's still sort of that way for me. Mm-hmm. Like, things that I, like, like, at the end of the day, if I go home and play a video game, like I feel so much better, right? And then the next day I'm like ready to go. But See, if I if I'm just like if I'm like working, 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 <clears throat> working, and then I go to bed and like I don't have any time to like even if it's just sitting down, you know, just thinking, something like that, or or like time in the morning where you have like time to just sit down, like read your Bible or whatever, mm-hmm. like things where you have time to slow down. I guess slowing down is what is what it really is that relieves my stress. You know, do you, do you ask about his stress or my stress? I, I, I did. I did go on a tangent. I thought <laughs> I was Come on, guys. So you took you got took over it. Yeah, you know what? Okay, well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, slowing down, slowing down is how you relieve your stress. Okay, go ahead, Gilbert. What relieves your stress? <laughs> so okay. Anyways, <laughs> as a kid, you know, sure, probably probably resting, probably resting to relieve my stress. Come on, man. 
But, you know, as I got older. You're mean. <laughs> it's just funny. You're bullying me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, as I got older, you know, high school, I went through a lot of stress in high school. Um, just between, like, athletics, family life, uh, religion, so much of different stress from all different angles. And so probably the biggest way I dealt with stress, and I find myself, I would find myself doing this, like, all the time. And I was, like, for those that don't know, I was big in the track and field, loved it. I went to college and played for a little bit there. Uh, but I I used to just go to the field and just went out there and just threw for hours and hours. And sometimes, like, I would go to the fields, like, <clears throat> where it's empty. There's no one there. So I would, you know, I would just, like, throw for a while, then just sit down just kind of think. And, you know, it's like, <clears throat> for me personally, I talk to, I talk to myself a lot. Um, you know, not in a weird way. But it's, I taught myself through. I, I taught myself through things. I do the same. Thank you, Michael. Yep. Thank you. I taught myself. I through do too, issues. but I have to make you feel bad for a second because you're making me feel bad. A minute oh, ago. okay, okay. It's not the same. But continue. Ow. <laughs> Hit my knee. Um, so I like to talk myself through. So you know, I would find myself, you know, throw for a while. Then I'll sit down and be like, you know, this is just really bothering me. You know, not like not like that, but I would, you know, I would Gilbert, just, what's bothering you? You know, man, I just, <laughs> just I, know, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Okay, good. I, I do the same good. thing. Do you do the roll shift thing where you like look one direction then look the other direction? Like, don't listen. No, to no, I don't. I understand what you're saying. Thank you. Thank it's you. A sign I think concept. I think our listeners get it too. I think yeah. they, I think they'll understand. I yeah. think they do as well. But again, let's try to be a little empathetic. Yeah. Okay, I'm done making fun of Gilbert because I actually think that <laughs> that's a good you. point. Thank but so, Mikey's next. Well, done yet. No, no, no. I mean, like I'm gonna make fun of Mikey next. Okay, gotcha. If the opportunity presents itself. I will try to. Go ahead, Gilbert. Continue. So, anyways, that was high school, though. And so, high school, you know, life is different. You have more time for that kind of stuff. You have, I mean, like, that was kind of my job. I mean, I did, I did work a little bit in high school, but that was pretty much my job because I was trying to go somewhere with it. So, I, mean, I that's what I put my time towards. Now, it's I don't know as much. I do like to go throw outside and throw a little bit every now and then, just kind of have fun, get the body moving, because um, it is fun. It is, it is my mind off of stuff and just kind of focus on things. But now, I, I don't know. I, I don't have as much stress relief now i would say probably working out that's a good way to do it. if i could get like really stressed out sometimes I'm like you know what i'm just taking i'm gonna take an hour and a half break just hit the gym work out for a little while uh, i'll play guitar a little bit that's always fun um so games, is it is it fun things that help you um mainly things that just can take my full mental capacity okay so I mean, it's, i'm not allowed to think on it anymore yeah that's it. That's probably the biggest thing for me. Is it so like you can come back to it renewed or? Yeah, got a fresh fresh mind. Um, and I don't know, like, because a lot, so a lot of the stress is due to, uh, like workload, kind of like especially for school. Yeah, school for stress. sure. Um, and the problem problem is, like, I mean, if there's an easy solution, just do it. Like, that's that's the easy solution. But I'm very bad at procrastinating, and and sometimes like you'll be working on it, and it just slows your. I mean, if you. <clears throat> As far as like time actually working on it, sometimes like you work on it a little bit and then a little bit of break and then work on it again, and you get it done quicker than you would if you just tried to sit down and do it because your brain gets bogged down and all that stuff. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, but yeah, no, I mean it's just I work better under pressure though. First, personally, I mean yeah. it causes more stress for me, but I get more work done. I get I feel like I get done to a higher degree than I would have if I just sit there. I just times there's times when I like have a paper due and I'm trying to work on like oh I'm working on it a week ahead of time get done. And I'll just sit at the computer screen and be like, I can't figure out any words to put down. Yeah. But then, like, night before, boy, Ryan, Ryan, two, three pages. <laughs> the motivation hits. Crisp. <laughs> but that's, that's not me. That's how I do Bro, it. It's so tough it. when, like, you get a better grade on one of those than the one you actually, like, spend a lot of time on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 
It's really frustrating. Which, to be honest, happens more often than, <clears throat> like, the other way around. For me, at least. It's just ridiculous. Like, I'll actually put time into something, and the teacher's like, this is terrible. I'm like, dude, I, like, I tried on that. <laughs> and then I'll throw something together, like, this is brilliant. Yeah. I'm glad you think so. Yeah. What about you, Mike? How do I deal with stress? Yeah. Well, I'm a little different. First off, I try not to tell myself, try not to tell myself that I'm stressed. I try to reprogram my mind to not see it as stress, but more as like a challenge or whatever. More like a challenge. But anyways, most of my quote unquote stress comes from two things. It's either something that's unknown that I don't know what's going to happen or something that I need to do that I'm not. If it's something that I can do, then I kind of just do it. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but that's where the stress comes from. But if it's something that's unknown, then there's nothing I can do about it that I just kind of, that's where I like try to take my mind off it, the escapism type of deal or whatever. But I don't do that every time. I try to balance it out because I do think sometimes escapism is healthy. But I think that, especially today, escapes, escapism is so like oversaturated that people don't use that time to find solutions to problems that they don't really know is there. So, for example, if somebody is like working a job that they hate and so they go home and they just watch TV because they've worked a job all day that they really don't like, watch TV and then go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? I just escape their mind from it. But I feel like that's not going to always lead to a better solution. Yeah. So I think I try to balance it out. Sometimes I escape it Um, about 60 percent of the time. I try to just embrace it. Because I've gotten to a mode where I really want to, like, it's kind of weird, right? I want to live life and, like, feel things and feel emotions. Because I feel like that's what, it's like a whole deeper philosophy. I feel like that's kind of what we are doing here. We're just feeling emotions and experiencing things and finding and solving problems. Anyway, so I try to really feel that and, you know, talk about it and um, try to become empathetic through it and see, like, oh, if I notice somebody else does what I'm doing, then that might mean that they feel the same way I feel. I don't know, something like that. I really try to think about it and really embrace it and feel it. The same thing with the fear aspect of, like, if it's something unknown that I need to do, um, I try to embrace it and just do it. So really, I don't really stress that often. Me is more, if I feel that way, then I might go outside and walk for a little bit, get some sun, get around nature. Because I try to tend to think of, well, like, let me think, what are they stressed about back way back in the day? Like, was their farm going to produce the right crops, right? I think that's one big thing about um, spiritual things is that a lot of people have and made gods because of things that they don't know about. And so whether that's like God, God, or like an idol that they made, um, it's come from the source of the unknown. But anyways, relying on that, but yeah. Honestly, unknown stuff doesn't really bother me. Or like if I... I guess maybe not unknown, but like stuff that I know I can't help. That's if I know I can't help it, I'm like, okay, can't worry about that anymore. Yeah. Then I just don't. There's some things, the things that really bother me are like things that I know I can help, but there's like something stopping me. For instance, like if it's like a person with a problem, a person with a problem with a person that I have, and I try to like deal with that problem, but like, they don't want to have it right now. Right. That's the stuff that bothers me. Cause I'm like, man, like I know this can be solved. And like, I try to think of like the right words to say. And like, when it's something that I can actively think about like that, that's what bothers me. Yeah. Like what, 
So, like, I know you talked about a little bit, like, what causes your stress. But, like, Gilbert, for you, like, what is it that causes your stress? Um, <clears throat> so, a lot, let me say kind of like the workload. Workload can be, can be some oh, of it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I get, like, the uncertain, uncertainty, but, like, probably not to the extent that you're, like, the way you think about it. So, for me, uncertainty is usually, like, a lot of times it's, like, test grades. like uh, or, like or, like, a test coming up, right? Like, I don't know what that test is is going to entail. Yeah. So that kind of... But it still relies on something that you have to do. Still relies on something I have to do. And I mean, for the most part, like... I get that. I like, for the most part, it's <clears throat> it's all in my control. I'll get stressed sometimes thinking about like, if I try to think like way into the future, like, yeah. oh, you know, I got I to think about I got law this school. Dude, this dude, I got to think dude, about yeah. where I'm moving to. This, this, and this. Yeah. That can kind of put a little stress on me, but I'm usually... Usually the stress will be there for a little while and then it'll kind of, you know, dissipate. Yeah. Um... I get that and the workload thing for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Then the only other thing that really stresses me out is just kind of like, uh, trying to think, let me think what, what, how's the best way to word it? Probably just like trying to figure out like how I'm making to make my way in this life, especially like financially, but not like, not like to the point where, you know, like, Oh, I'm worried about money or like, I'm worried about not having money to be able to have fun with, but just with like, Having money to be able to support a family, be able to yeah. take care of a family properly, you know, and then of course then it goes into you know like I want to be able to make sure I can I can raise a family properly, I have the right knowledge to raise a family properly, so that kind of, that stuff just that's just stressing me out, but it's also kind of like uncertainty because there's no way to really, I mean there's ways to prepare for it. Not like, gonna you know, lie, not gonna lie, I feel like that you just talked about is really a source of American culture that I really don't like because, I mean I feel like back then, they. They had their families, but everybody pretty much had land and they had their farms. And so whether or not they're going to take care of their family, I feel like that wasn't really the biggest thing. Like, oh, what career am I going to do? That wasn't really a thing for them to think about because they had, you know, they just learned what their parent did or whatever. But I don't think it's wrong to have the amount of choices that we have. I just feel like the much high, how much like stress and anticipation and weight that's put on, especially at young people. Like when they, they're like, oh, you're a sophomore in high school, junior high school, senior high school, you need to figure out what you're going to do with the rest of your life. Like nobody knows, I don't well, I don't think that anybody really knows what they want to do for the rest of their life. And it's the rest of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, there's some people that are like this, but I'm not, I'm personally not one that like, I want to wake up for the rest of my life doing the same things every day or the same profession. I want to do many things. So that really... I can see how that stresses people out and I've felt like that before too. But I think I really had to get to a point where I told myself, even if I figure it out, I'm probably going to want to do something else in a year, five years, 10 years after that. So I would hate to think about it so much now and say, Oh, I want to do this for the rest of my life, but I'm going to feel differently in a few years. Yeah. I get you. I mean, like I do, I get you together. It's like, I'm really bad about like when, like, no, it's not necessarily bad, but I, I really enjoy learning new things, mm-hmm. especially that beginning part of really, like, when you start, like, grasping new concepts, especially, yeah. like, music. Um, that's really fun, like, especially with, like, piano, like, you know, you start messing with the keyboard, and it's kind of hard at first, but then you can, you know, put a few notes together, make a few chords, but that's really fun. You know, guitar is really fun to be able to learn, like, go from playing, like, one string to be able to play, like, an entire song. Yeah. Like, that, that beginning phase is really fun. Which I've definitely seen, like, you've... You've definitely improved over the time that like I've known you play guitar. Yeah, like I've seen some of the start stuff you started with, and yeah. then like later on you're like I'm like whoa, dude, that's pretty good. 
Yeah, I mean, so I, I really enjoy that part, but I'm really bad about, like, as soon as I get past that initial beginning phase. You put it down. Not putting it down, but just, like, trying to move on to something else, trying to learn something yeah. new. Oh, yeah. And that's when my, like, that's where a lot of my age is coming. Because I, like, I really enjoy learning new things. I really want to be able to do multiple things. But mm-hmm. especially with our culture, is, it doesn't really allow for a multiple career kind of culture, especially, like, bigger in jobs. Yeah. So, like, for instance, yeah. I wouldn't mind, like, I honestly would not mind, because I want like, for those who know, I'm trying to go to law school. So I really, I really do not mind going to law school, but I also really kind of would be, wouldn't mind getting, uh, what's it called? Like a medical, going and getting like a medical degree. Yeah. That stuff's cool, bro. Because I think, I think the medical field that is really cool. cool. That stuff is really cool. But the thing is like, those two degrees are completely separate. Completely so I, I would different. have to go and do a bunch of undergrad again. Yeah. And yeah. like, it's not the most realistic. Now, hey, maybe if I have time when I'm older, I might mess around and do it. But it's not really realistic for like a young me self to do. Yeah. yeah. But I think also, I feel like you can get an entry level position at minimal schooling. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people have like nursing, whatever, just from maybe a couple years of school. Yeah. So I, I think that you can do a lot of things with not too much like going back and restarting, but I feel True. like you won't get as high as, you know, maybe somebody wants or you won't make as much. I think in the medical field, it's like that. But in a lot of businesses, it's basically if you, you can start at the bottom and like move up, like especially in like white collar jobs, as far as like uh, like real estate and insurance and stuff like that. Like uh, my my brother was talking to somebody the other day, and this guy he like he was in college and he was he wanted to go into like commercial real estate, and he was like doing some like he was working for his friend who they just like took people's Christmas lights, they put them up and took them down. I heard that story. Yeah. I know of that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a guy who knows that guy. Yeah, and so he's on the roof, and this dude walks out and was like... You want to intern at my company? Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he ends up interning at this guy's company, and now does, like, he's pretty successful in the business, and he's only, like, 24. Wow. And it's like, people don't realize you can... I mean, that's not very long to be no pretty successful. No, I think, I think like, especially, like, trade jobs and, like, that kind of late, like, kind of jobs, like, there's a lot of... There's a lot of potential to go there and not spend a whole lot of time and be able to move up fast. So I like the idea that they had in the old like old times where it was like um, find you a mentor and like mm-hmm. get good at something. I think yeah. that's cool. That's I, the move, bro. See that the problem with the problem with the the multi idea is that you're you're only half good at two things. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? If you split your time like that, like the best lawyer in the world is not also going to be a good doctor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can you can be okay at both. You can probably be good at both, but you can't be fantastic at both, you know. And so it depends on what you're striving for and the certain thing. If you just want to be good at both and then spend time, whatever, it's just how you allocate yeah. your time. And go I ahead, think go ahead. Okay, <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, I mean, I feel like I feel like that's probably a generally a general rule you could probably follow. Although I feel like there is like, so for instance, like you can I think the principle of uh, I don't know if there's an actual name for the principle, but I'm just gonna describe it. Uh, the idea of there's only so much you can put into something before it's kind of like maxed out. And there's still potential for a person to continue, like, like, <clears throat> so say, like, for law. I get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? Like an RPG game where you kind hit of, ma- yeah, max yeah. level on a so like, I mean, whatever like, skill. I think a person can put so much time into, like, studying law. And at a certain point, he's not going to get much more benefit from studying it. So I think the thing is, on those type of jobs, you learn what you can, and then you get experience. But yeah, experience yeah. is not something that you can get a cap on, I don't think. Especially, I mean, even things like, yeah. I mean, as far as content goes, there's a lot more content than that's like in the Bible. But you can study the Bible your whole life. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? And get, still find new things. I think like I mean, yeah, you can you can definitely can and continue to get experience and can be beneficial. But I don't, I don't think it's gonna be it's not gonna be as beneficial as it was in the beginning, obviously, because you're I already agree. experienced. There's a there's it's like a growth curve. Yeah. Almost. Uh, yeah. It's, I think it's I think yeah. it's called law of diminishing returns. Yeah. Am I correct? And so for me, like I do videography. So I don't want to be, this is just me personally, I don't care to be the very best videographer in the world, in the area. I think it's subjective. That's my opinion. I think my style is different. So you can say I'm different than everybody else, but better, I wouldn't say I'm better than anybody or anybody's, I know the course people is better than me. But anyways, I don't really care much to to be the best. I really just enjoy doing it. And I enjoy this telling the stories. I enjoy it. The way it makes me feel, I enjoy when people come up to me like, hey, I really like that. You know, I, I like that stuff. And being able to convey that same emotion to somebody else in that way. So that's really what I'm chasing after. Not necessarily like I'm not going to fish to get the fish. Yeah. I'm going to fish to get that feeling of catching the fish. Yeah. And so the way I see things, it's not really about said thing. It's really just about the feeling. So honestly, I would get to a point which I honestly plan on doing this, getting to a point where I'm quote unquote, whatever your definition of successful is as something. And I just go do something else. I, that's really, that's really like my goal. Like in most things I'm doing is like, let me get to a point where this can be on autopilot. I can just go do something else. It depends on what you want. Like depends on what your goal is. If your goal is to be successful at things, then like, that's good. Mm. But I mean, for me at least my goal is to be successful enough that I don't have to do, learn new things to where I can just have like, especially if I can do passive income, to the point where I could just like hang out with my family or whatever. Like that's for me, that's goals. Like where you can just like, even if it's like for like entrance, you know, you can build up a book of business and then as long as you have a certain retention rate, like you're chilling. Right. Yeah. And so like, that's the kind of stuff I'm looking forward to where, I mean, you still work, but it's not like overwhelming and you get to do the things you want to do. Yeah. Like but the enjoyable thing, things. So, but like, so I get the idea for sure. Yeah. But I feel like you're going to like still learn, want to learn new things at like when you have that freedom, because I feel like personally like we yes, lock yes, yes. we lock ourselves up. But once we once we see that freedom, yeah. then it allows us to go and learn more. So things. for me, I don't feel like my career is the part is like what I need to be the thing that I learn things in. For me, yeah, yeah. what I would really want to be really good at and like learn new things at like woodworking because mm-hmm. I love woodworking. But I want to keep learning for that right, and that's something I can do like. Forever, like I can be an old man doing woodworking, yeah, and still learn how to do new things in it. With insurance, I mean, it's pretty pretty big market. You can still do a lot of that stuff, and especially with the amount of people that you run into and stuff like that. But I, I don't feel like I want to just drop my career once I get good at it and learn something else. I guess, and I'm not saying drop my career though. Like I just like the point. Like I just want to learn new things though, and be able to do have new things to do. I definitely like new things. I get to work. I want to enjoy my work. But I don't feel like my work has to be the most enjoyable thing ever for me to mm-hmm. want to do it. I mean, a lot of people's motivation for working is just the money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to not just have that. But I mean, to some extent, it's for the money. I wouldn't be doing it if I weren't for money. Of course. And so I, let me clarify my position, though, is that it's not necessarily I just want to drop my careers per se. Yeah. But it's really I understand. And this is how I was with basketball. The reason why I was so it was so easy for me to stop doing it. Yeah. Consistently. Because I understood it wasn't basketball that I liked. I liked basketball, but it wasn't that wasn't the reason why I'm playing. It was not competition. Fun. Love the game. No, it wasn't about competition either. It was mm. really the way I felt whenever I did new things on the court. Like all the time, because I, I when I play, I'm, I'm on autopilot. I don't think. And so when I do things, I'm like, oh snap! I really just did that. And so that feeling of it's the feeling of catching the fish. So 
I can apply that to it. That's why I said I want to go woodworking too. Just because of the feeling like if I do something cool or I think that I like, that's the feeling I'm after. So really, because I don't want to get to a point where it's a what now. Like I can get, oh, I'm the best videographer forever. What now? You know what I'm saying? Do I just continue doing that for 30, 40 years? You know what I'm saying? So that's my opinion. I don't want to, I hate getting into that what now feeling. So I can, I don't mind not being good at something, but I really want to get that feeling of catching the fish, of getting good at something, of learning new things, of of showing other people and other people being motivated by that. I, that's what I really like. See, personally, I disagree with the idea of like a cap. Mm-hmm. Like we have to, there's like a certain level once we reach and we're like the best ever. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can really ever be the best ever. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess someone in the world is the best or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you, if you stay like that, then someone's going to pass you up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think that... I think you can be super duper duper good at woodworking, mm-hmm. but there's always new stuff to do. And I think that's the same with like every industry. So my so my thing, like, I'm not saying a cap, but I'm saying like the amount that is gained. The amount of energy you put in is not worth what you get out. No, not even that. Because I mean, it's all that's all perspective. That's that all depends on the person. True. Whether whether it's worth it or not. But I'm saying like you reach a certain point where so you start like say you start off right. You start off as a let's just say lawyer. You know, your first first like five cases are going to be super important how and giving you that experience, giving you that courtroom, you know, getting used to it, getting used to paperwork, getting used to reading. But then, you know, as you like been in the game for 10, 15 years, five cases is, is the amount of experience you get from those five cases is not going to be nearly as beneficial as that, those it first becomes, five. It becomes routine. And that's why I'm saying law of diminishing returns, because like basically law of diminishing returns, like a quick little idea is like you have see your hammers, right? That first bite of the first hamburger is gonna be delicious. Even the second, third bite is gonna be delicious. But then you know you're like five hamburgers in, and you're still eating it. It doesn't taste as good as it did in the first few bites. Yeah, and that's kind of the idea of law of diminishing returns. Okay, I I understand that. I don't necessarily think it's a cap. Yeah, I think I think you can always improve. I think I it's think just like, the curve gets so it gets so high that you're not really getting experience, and that yeah. I mean, it just depends on the person and whether they like. Still uh, see, I understand beneficial. that. That makes sense to me. I like the business mindset. The one thing I don't like about it though is the 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 idea that money is the goal, which mm-hmm. it is, you know, you want to profit, of course. And in many cases, what's going to be more profitable is what's going to make the decision. So yes, money is the goal, but I don't believe in the idea that if you keep getting more money, you want to stay in. Cause I do feel like there's yeah. a point of diminishing return. where are like, all right, like there's some agents, bro, that they, they literally turn down business and they literally like, they do a transaction and like, Oh, okay. I mean, for one, for like a beginner agent, like, Oh wow. A, five thousand dollars uh commission check like that's crazy yeah, that's crazy but then yeah. others are like oh twenty thousand okay. yeah i guess, well, I guess it's all right. right yeah that's cool so I'll throw it's that just, in my bank account yeah savings account literally and so it, i think there's a point where which i don't want to get to that point where it's like oh i'm making this money see that for me is like i want to get to the point where i can enjoy doing other things like mission work or woodworking or whatever it is i want to do yeah instead of having to worry about work but but when you get to that point where you're turning down business it's because there's other things that are more important to them yeah you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and sometimes it's just time opportunity cost but also though i do like what i do like about the business idea though is the the aspect of the game i I do like that and so one reason why i don't want to drop a career but i wouldn't mind it like idea of oh let me restart and see if I can get back what I did. It's like a, start it's a new Minecraft. World. It's a game, bro. It's <laughs> gotta it's break them trees, get that cobblestone. It's, pick. it's a game, and so yeah. that's one thing I do like. And so the ha- being comfortable and having things coming residually is nice, but I do feel like you can seep a little, or you can plant a seed of contentment 
to where you don't have that feeling of oh like i'm in the game which is it's a cool yeah. feeling it really is and it's like it's motivating it is it is it's like it makes you get up at like early in the mornings late at night so yeah. sometimes in the middle of the night literally it's like you're like yeah. i gotta do something you wake yeah. up and you're like bro i'm gonna work on this yeah, yeah. Like, there'll be times where I'll, i've woken up in the middle of the night and like when i did a woodworking project mm-hmm. yeah. i'm just like man do i really want to work on this yeah and yeah. if it's and so they, you want to make it something i'm gonna like give to somebody and yeah. it's like and they pay you for it bro and like you like it it's yeah. it's a cool feeling like that's what makes you go to sleep at 2 a.m and wake up at 6 yeah and that's a cool feeling it makes you feel alive and so really like i said my, my main point is i'm after i like to be after the feeling of catching the fish, not the fish. I get you. Yeah. That's my... I like, I like, I like that. I like that. Did I, did I get that a philosophical metaphor. point? It was it? Uh, my uh, philosophical point. Inspiration point? Inspiration point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be after the feeling of catching the fish. Don't be after the fish. Don't be after <laughs> the fish. Okay. I mean, if you want to be after the fish, be after the fish, man. I mean, yeah. I think I think there's I think there's merit to be after the fish. There is. But I don't think it's... I don't think it's would necessarily should keep going at all yeah. times. A perch, a perch won't see the, feed the same amount of people as a bass would. That's true. So I mean, there's there's benefits of you know being after the yeah. fish or a fish. And you know sometimes that that feeling of catching the fish isn't as good. You mm-hmm. know, a perch doesn't feel nearly as good as getting a big bass unless you're a beginner. Unless you're a beginner, and the perch feels good. Perch feels good. But I mean, if you have fish stocked up to the ceiling, what makes you keep going out there and going fishing? It's the feeling of catching the fish, man. Yeah. No, I I feel you. I definitely get you on that. All right, guys. This, this has good. been this has been pretty good. This was good. It was a good podcast. I like I like this one. It was a, it was fun. It turned it turned into a very interesting discussion. Yeah, it did. It so, did. So, are you admitting that initially you weren't really feeling it? No, I mean, I, I didn't I, I didn't I, I didn't know where the idea of stress would go down. Yeah, yeah. I did I didn't like when y'all made fun of me. <laughs> well, you honestly, know, I didn't like making fun of Gilbert. I felt bad about it. There's plenty of sensitive <laughs> bad about people it. in the world, and you can just kind of. I, you know, jump, I, I, tried to, I tried to opening up to you, and you just shot me down. You shot me out. You shot me down. I was at all the. A duck flying. You just you were you were Kyle and West out there just (laughs) blasting. No remorse, bro. That was my emotions. Okay, guys. Last segment. That is song recommendation of the week. Song recommendation of the week. I guarantee you, Gilbert's gonna recommend some Eden. Yes. (laughs) I I won't do it. Um, I'll switch it up. I'll switch. I won't. I won't do Eden every week. Eden's good, bro. Eden's good. Eden is good. I do recognize that he he is uh, definitely um, a, a quieter, more slower pace at times. Yeah, and unless you really it's that get concept in, of Joe Huck, you the mm-hmm, build up, mm-hmm. and so unless you really get into the emotion of the song, it doesn't necessarily have the exact same effect. Personally, yeah, I find it amazing. I think I think his vocals are really good, but I know some people that don't like it. So I recognize it. So I'm not going to do it every week. Yeah, but you know what? I I'm gonna do it every now and then. I'm gonna do it right now then. And if you know, if I like it, that's all that matters. It's my song recommendation of the week. So what's your yours. what's your recommendation? You want me to go first? Yes. Um, let's do this. Let's do t- Times Like These by the Eden Project. Mm-hmm. So this is Eden's first uh time, like his first name he went under. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oldies. The yeah. oldies, the OGs. I think I might follow that trend. And so this actually was a song that he this is what I think I think it might have been the last song he released on that on that channel. And basically, it was his like farewell, and basically, like explain like you know like it's kind of this 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 one's ending, but I'm like I'm still gonna be performing under a different name, kind of thing. Yeah, like you like and he doesn't like that, but like I don't know. It, That's it, cool. Yeah, I really like it. It's definitely a little slower. Yeah, but it, you know it does it does that Jaku style. Jaku, yeah. Yeah, we're like it it's slower, but then like towards the end, there's just, like a really big build up, and it's yeah. really good. That's cool. I like that a lot. And he has he has some high notes, which I like. Cause it's fun to try to hit high notes. Yeah. 
even though they're like not very good at yeah. it. But it is fun to try. What's the it's fun to try? What's the Frozen song? The uh, Into the Unknown. Oh like the yeah. Super high notes. <laughs> I've I've yet to see Frozen two. I get to see it. Yeah, it's I okay. liked it. It's okay. I liked oh yeah, it. I remember I you, the first you one was all back in the old it. house. Yeah, yeah. The first one was better. I liked it. Semantic, subjective. No, no, no. The second, one, it's fine. I think, I think it's good. Subjective. It didn't blow me away though, or anything. Subjective. It was pretty. Has there ever been a movie where the sequel has been quote unquote more well received than the first one? Cars two. I don't think so. That was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. I think there is. I don't. Toys, I can't think of it. Right it might have been Toy Story two actually. Toy Story two was good. I didn't like any of the Toy because Stories. There's Toy Story right, and then there's a bunch of people that like that. And then Pixar had built more of a reputation by the time uh, Toy Story two came out, and so I bet you a lot more people watched that one. I'm gonna say yes. I have. There's there's so many ones in my head. I've been like, oh yeah, the second one was way better than the first one. Mm-hmm. But at this moment, I can't think of them. Okay. Maybe next time we'll I'll, come back. I'll, I'll think about it. Any dope. Any dope. Any dope. My go song. Ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Drown the Lovers by Ritual and Six Lack. Yeah. Yeah. What's it about? Soulful. John the Lovers, bro. Fair enough. John all the lovers. So Josiah, I'm, what you got? I'm following Gilbert's trend of people who had names before their names. Mm. You know you know my man, Owl City? I do know Owl City, yes. Well, yeah. before that, he went by a name, Sky Sailing. Sky, wait, Sky Sailing? Like boat sailing? Yes, actually. Okay. And the name of the song I'm picking is Sailboats. Oh. It's pretty cool. It's, it's just a, you know, nice song. It's nice when like it's like a warm night, you get the windows down, you know? It's cool. I enjoy it. All right, for any of you, any of y'all listening out there, comment. Uh, what songs y'all recommend? Comment. Yeah, some 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 podcasts allow commenting. Yeah, this is a this is not a YouTube video. It's not a YouTube video, but this doesn't podcast allow for comments. I don't I don't know if not that's ours. a thing. Well, here's no, the thing. Well, then. At the after Since after the this, we'll have the we we have our email, <laughs> you know, that we say at the end of every episode. Yeah. And so they can email us. Um, they can also leave us a review. And in that review, they can tell us their favorite song. Speaking of end of every episode, I yeah. think we have a new. New outro. New outro. Really? You know. Take a take a take a little take a little uh, listen, okay? Just sit back in your chair, put your phone down, stretch out. Bro, my shoulders—they feel lighter. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're on a cloud, right? Yeah, I feel really good. Yep. That's the outro. If you need to contact us, email us at the.casual.contact at gmail.com and leave us a review. It really helps out the show. Thanks a lot for listening.